One thing that's true for all moms, we have a lot of stories to tell. Some are silly, some are gross, some bring us to tears. With each story that's shared, another mom feels a little less alone. So join us as we laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the iMom Podcast. Welcome to the iMom Podcast. I'm Abby. Megan, Susan, and Chloe are here again. And we tell you at the end of every episode to email us when you know we have a question and we say, let us know what you think. Well, Lisa did email us after hearing the episode about who comes first, your husband or your kids. And she said that she it really resonated with her. She said, we're not doing our kids or ourselves any favors by not putting each other first, not just for our marriage, but a picture for our kids too. And she said she really connected with the comment about not having time or money for dates. And so she said, here are some of the things that my husband and I did for creative date date nights. And so that is the inspiration for today's episode. We're going to talk about creative date nights. So I just want to share a few of the things that she suggested. First of all, she said that she stayed home for 12 years. So they were on one income. Um, this was also during the recession. And so she said there was like, they had like a $50,000 income for a family of four. Um, some of the things that they did, she said they would go to a coffee shop and play cards, which I thought was fun because, you know, you think about going to a coffee shop and you're like, well, we're going to sit there and we're going to have to talk or we're both going to have our phones out and we're going to scroll or we're going to share TikTok videos that we've seen or something like that. <laughs> but like to take cards along, I thought that was cute. She said that they, and I did this too, their neighbors were close enough that they could bring their baby monitors with them. And so they would leave the kids at home in bed and walk next door with the baby monitor and they would be able to hear if the kids woke up. And then this one, I'm I'm really curious to hear what you ladies think about this because I thought this idea was uh, very involved, but very creative. She said that they had like six or seven couples they were friends with and they worked out a coin system. Everybody got a certain color of coins and a certain number of this color. So the gold coin was worth an overnight uh, babysit. A silver coin was a few hours and a bronze coin was an afternoon. And so when you watch the other couple's kids for whichever period of time you got that color coin and then you could save up the coins. You could bank the coins. She said one friend would hoard the coins and she was nervous. She's like, I have to wait for the right time to cash it in. Like the psychology behind these coins is fascinating to me. I was like, what if you like watch everybody's kids for like an overnight and you like save up like 25 and you're like, I'm gone for the month. Yeah. You guys can yeah. make have a Google calendar and work out who's watching my kids. But it would, it would erase the bitterness. Like I'm always watching everybody's kids because you're, you're getting yeah. coins. You're yeah. earning. It's like you're earning money. Because you know there's that one friend that's always willing to help. Yes. And yeah. she's like, when is somebody going to watch my kid? Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to just, just kind of chat about creative ways to fit in a date night. Because I think that nowadays between money and time and effort, it's just, it takes intention. So, yeah. I wanted to chat with you girls about that today. Um, first of all, can everybody say like a memorable date night that you've had with your husband? Yeah, I have one. It fits in with her description because it was at a time when our kids were little and, and we had just bought our dream house. And I mean, it was our dream house. We had prayed about this. The woman met with the family, the couple that was elderly that were selling the house and they had given us a sweet deal. But there was so much that had to be done to the house. And I was doing a lot of the renovations myself and it was our anniversary and we decided we are doing nothing for our anniversary because we have nothing <laughs> left to do. And um, so I had just checked it off. We had had this deal. We're doing nothing. And all of a sudden, our 
um, ba- normal babysitter came over and I was like, Rachel, what are you doing here? And she said, oh, I think there's a plan. And I thought, oh, no, man, Mark's going to do something and I didn't do anything. And I wasn't dressed or anything. And he walked in. He said, come on. And I said, where are we going? Well, you have to understand when I say a lot had to be done at this house, it had to be rewired mm. because it had that knob and tube wiring that had to be replaced by law. So it was dark because it was March. And um, I walked in and he had had the electrician hang one of those ugly work lights in what would be the dining room, but they were doing foundation work. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm talking, everything's draped with plastic. There's no light. And he had picked up sandwiches, nothing expensive, but he'd set up a card table and taken one of our tablecloths over and we ate by this ugly light in the middle of the dust and the dirt. And he said... It's all going to be different next anniversary. Aww. And it was just That's great. great. It was oh, yeah. a sweet, Wait. creative surprise that didn't cost very much. That's really That's sweet. That's so sweet. All right, Chloe. Yeah, one of my favorites, um, I was going through a real phase where I was watching a lot of Survivor, the TV show, <laughs> and my husband <laughs> dressed up like Jeff Probst, the host. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your yeah, husband doing this. My husband, brown hair, you know. Sure, kind of rugged. Yeah, kind of rugged. Um, but he wore like a blue fishing shirt and khaki shorts. And like, it was so cute. Maybe he was jealous yeah. of you watching. <laughs> yeah. And he set up a survivor course in our house. He had like made a puzzle. He had made like an obstacle course for me to complete. He like staged a um, a ceremony where someone gets voted off the island. Like it was a really, it was really cute. So it was really personal and just fun. That's awesome. And competitive you. Oh, and competitive me was like. your love language. And I was competing against myself, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, gosh. I think that like one that sticks out to me, my husband and I did like a day date. We drove to um, Tarpon Springs, which, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not in Tampa area, it's like an hour away and it's known for like it's Greek food and it's sponge docks and things like that. And I hadn't been there since I was eight years old and he didn't remember the last time he'd been there either. And it's kind of kitschy. It's just one of those like places that uh, people come from out of town to go to, but locals don't often go. And so we just went and we had lunch and we walked around and kind of felt like tourists and the drive was just a really nice drive too it was long and we just like going for drives together I mean that's some of our our nicest dates is just doing like Plus a it has a different feel at Tampa so you probably felt like you were escaping yeah, yeah. we were farther away and it's like sure. all on the water Tarpon's mm-hmm. so pretty yeah yep Megan have you have you thought of one has Hampton ever taken you on a date <laughs> Um, yes, my love language is quality time. And so he knows he has to take me on dates. Like that's just a rule. Um, but we love to travel. And so we've always, you know, gone to some really cool places and those are some of our best memories for sure. But at home, um, during COVID, we would pick a theme each Friday night for food. And so like one night we did Mexican and then we watched like a movie that was, you know, set in Mexico or something like that, or we would do Italian and watch a movie that was set in Italy, or we'd like play a game or do something like that. Um, And it was just a really fun way to like kind of pass the time because I'm such an extrovert and we couldn't go anywhere and we couldn't do anything. And I was kind of going stir crazy. Um, But it was funny because we had, we only had one kid at the time. And so we would put him to bed early and then that's what we would do. And we would like make a drink and, you know, get our groceries delivered and wipe them down and, you know, not like the most spectacular date because we've had some really awesome dates. Um, But recently that's just, 
a few that sticks out mm-hmm. to me. I love that. I hate that example. That's a terrible example. No, no it's I not. I think that. it was really good because so it's cute. very real of what, what was happening at the time. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the same thing because I remember the first thing that popped my mind really was a night that my husband and I played Trivial Pursuit. And I made a, I still have it. I made a quarantine date playlist and I just played it this weekend. I like add to it and stuff. And so it's just kind of turns the house into somewhere special and gives it a vibe and makes it feel, and we reserve it. We don't play the playlist unless it's like a a date night at home kind of thing. And so it just kind of sets the mood and makes it feel less like we're stuck at home Mm -hmm. trying not to spend money or avoid a pandemic or whatever. Yeah. Hampton's going to. Hampton's going to kill me because he's going to be like, out of all the cool dates, I've taken I've you taken on. You. That's the example you give. It's sweet. It's thoughtful. Yeah. I dated a guy like before I got married, I dated this guy who took me on the best dates, uh-huh. like really thoughtful, <laughs> or he just spent a lot of money and like front row for things. And it's fine. I mean, those wonderful dates are great and they're treats, but that's not necessarily where like the real like connection happens all the time. You know, I think that what I heard everybody say in the examples of the dates was that they were thoughtful, you know, they involve something that really meant that your husband, um, thought of you or reminded you like in Megan's case it's just you and me and even though times are tough we're here and we're you know going to enjoy each other and make the most of it so Mm. I think that that's you know when when you think about going on dates with your spouse you think we're going to go out to dinner you know let's get away from the kids and go out to dinner but I don't think it always has to be that in order to um, you know to get something get what you want out of the date so um, maybe you can talk, chat about that. Like, what do you think if if parents don't have a lot of time to go on dates or a lot of money? What are the things that they need to get out of that time? Mm. Like, what are the what is the takeaway? Is it conversation? Is it just quality time? I think in that season when you're especially home with kids all the time and they're small like Megan's or it's a COVID situation, it's that feeling of escape. Like even though Tarpon, like you said, is a place lots of people go to and it's so close to where we live, we never go. When you do go, you feel like you're in a different place. Mm-hmm. And it, and I think that's what vacations do too. They make us stop, let go of all the mayhem around us, right. our normal work, and, um, and escape a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and sometimes when we do go out to eat, we make a rule that like we can't talk about the kids once. Mm-hmm. Like if we have like some logistical thing, we'll talk about it at the beginning, but then we'll make a rule like that we can't talk about the kids. We have to talk about anything else. And it's actually interesting because I realize that going on dates, you do end up spending a lot of time talking about your kids. So it's always interesting when we set that rule. Yeah. We have a great article about the types of dates to go on. And it actually is like right along with what you guys were saying. One of them is a fun without kids date night. So it's like your chance to actually do something fun with your husband that isn't a junior sized version of of fun. You know, it's not a, a playground or pretending like you're having fun (laughs) when you're doing something with the kids um a problem solving date night so that's that time to talk without interruptions about challenges or things that have been weighing on you a planning and dreaming date night which is like my favorite I love you know like we'll sit down and be like what do we want to do to the house and you will talk about things that we wouldn't be able to do for another 10 years, but just, or, or where do we want to travel to? Like if we could go on a vacation to somewhere far away, where would you want to go? I think that when you just sit down and talk about your dreams or make plans, it reminds 
you that this person you're sitting across from is like your life partner and the person that you're going to eventually either be able to get to do these things with or do some other kind of great adventure, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the last one is just that romantic date night, you know, where you just need to reignite that spark. So I love those. And sometimes you do have to talk about the kids. Maybe Megan, you know, maybe it's you do a a talk about the kids night out. It doesn't really feel like a date. It feels more like a business meeting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Talk about your employees that are misbehaving. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, So what if what if money is tight, though? Like, what are some thoughts on, you know, when you just don't have the cash to do the because even going out to dinner for two people, I guess you could. Maybe you could do it on the cheap. Maybe there's some fun ways to do that on the cheap too. Susan, you said Mark just got you guys some sub sandwiches and you yeah. sat in the, the soon to be dining room. Yeah. I I know for us, Mark really likes outdoor things. Unfortunately, we live in Florida. So I think there's so many outdoor dates you can take. It, it may be more of a day date than a night mm-hmm. date, but those are always free. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go and sit by a river in town. Like we'd get just food from the grocery store, a couple of dips and crackers and go sit by the river. And that was that was it. We actually have a friend uh, in our small group, a couple friend friends, a couple friends. (laughs) Anyways, there are friends who are a couple. Yeah, there are friends and they are a couple. Um, And they were recently explained to us. They have two kids and one on the way with their first they really struggled to keep a consistent date night and they shared that it just, you know, took a toll on their relationship. So a big goal, um, their second was born in 2020 was, okay, we are going to do a good job of prioritizing our date night. And they shared that their babysitter budget is way higher than their restaurant mm-hmm. budget. Cause they're like, even if we're going on a walk around the neighborhood or, you know, down by the water, it doesn't matter. We need that time to connect and they've Mm -hmm. seen it make a difference in their relationship yeah I think that's interesting just the idea that the getting away is is the point it's not about necessarily where you're going but we need to pay somebody so that we can get away yeah. yeah. I don't know anybody. A lot of people talk about like swapping babysitter services, which yeah. was what, you know, Lisa was saying in her email. I don't know anybody who does that because a lot of like I want to hang out with my friends sometimes, you know, if I am going to go out. So I don't necessarily use them. Mm. No, I'm so glad you said that because I was just about to bring that up. So I feel like that's not really maybe it's just in the in my area where I live or my generation. I don't know. But I feel like that's not really a thing anymore. Like I've offered to watch my friend's kids. I'm like, you know, they've been in a pinch or whatever. And I'm like, just drop them over here. Like he can play with my kids and, you know, it'll be great. It'll give them a play date and it'll give me an opportunity to get some stuff done. And they're like, no, I wouldn't want to do that to you. Or, you know, I feel like people feel weird about that now, which Mm. I wouldn't. I'd be like, that'd be great. I really need to go <laughs> yeah. do this and I don't have a sitter. Like, can I draw? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want to do that if they don't feel comfortable with doing that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like, if I offered my friends, if I did that for my friends, I feel like I, like I said, I, I wonder if they would want to go out with us. You know, it's more, if we get out, we want to hang out with friends. So we mm-hmm. wouldn't use that for a date night. So, oh yeah, yeah. I guess I'm thinking like more day play day. I don't know daytime. If you're like in a pinch or or something, but I feel like even then people don't want to ask other people to watch their kids these mm-hmm. days. Yeah, we'll do it. Like my sister and I will do it sometimes because that's different. You know, like my niece and nephew can spend the night with like no, there's no weirdness or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so it's I think it's different when you have a sibling around. But my my situation is also different. I'm sure we have some single moms listening. 
um, my situation is different because I only have my kids every other weekend. Mm. So I have date nights with my husband one, two, three, you four, weekend day four day. nights a week, <laughs> basically, <laughs> we wanted it to be, you know, um, like we have plenty, almost maybe too much time by ourselves. <laughs> um, and so I think that like some single moms maybe do have, if they're remarried, they have half the time with their kids or you have all that time with your kids and then dating is a whole nother whole nother thing but well and some people have family that live in town you had that too yeah where you have you know grandparents who are willing to do a couple right. nights right. a month <laughs> yeah well and we don't ever I mean I never use them because I use them for normal stuff during the day like helping with getting the kids home from school but if my kids are with me I don't want to get a babysitter because yeah. it's we only have two Friday nights a month I'm not gonna you know farm them out to a sitter so which is a great way to refer to your kids, by the way. Just <laughs> pro tip from imom.com. Um, but I think, too, that going on dates takes effort. Um, and a lot of couples fall into bad habits or put their marriages on autopilot. You know, like one of our writers um, wrote an article about how she and her husband were got in the habit of every night just sitting on the couch and watching Netflix and they would just scroll Netflix and find the thing that they wanted to watch or keep going with the series they were watching. She said that they decided to give up TV for a year because it was turning their marriage into just kind of putting it on autopilot. Yeah. And I thought that that was an interesting take too. Like the fact that to continually pour into your marriage and go on dates and find creative ways to connect it means that you do have to step out of that comfort zone of just sitting on the couch at night watching Netflix. Do you guys ever feel like you know you need to go on a date, but you don't want to get dressed up, go out, think of somewhere to go? No. (laughs) Megan is such an extrovert. (laughs) She is such an extrovert. I will say working Yes. Like Friday night comes and I'm just like, I just want to chill and zone out. So to think of going out or making plans ahead of time, because you have to make plans ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's like this where everybody else lives, but if you don't get a dinner reservation two weeks ahead in Tampa, you don't get a dinner Mm -hmm. reservation. Um, So, yeah, I get, especially I think working tends to drain the creativity a little. You know, if you feel like you're drained and you can't make a date night work, one of the other things that Lisa said in her email that I read that I loved was they would always sit next to each other, which I'm like, that's not really my thing. I don't, I'm not a physical touch don't person or whatever. To Megan. But, but I thought it was so for a table for four when there's just two of them. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Not sit next to each other on a date, but like at home, the kids knew that they couldn't sit between them on the couch or oh, wow, yeah. wherever it was. Um, and they also, her dad would always say, if their house caught on fire, the kids better get out themselves because he was going for their mom. <laughs> so cute and yeah. so funny because it just like very bluntly said to the kids like you are not my first priority which yeah. I thought was really really cute yeah, yeah that's yeah. sweet my kids have asked that before too they're like so who do you love the most and I'm like well I love Jesus the most nice <laughs> and then I said it's not about who I love the most it's because I love you all equally I love you all the same but 
but he comes first. You know, he's in. Yeah. But I think that saying it, I'm probably guilty. We're kind of tiptoeing back into that conversation, but I'm kind of guilty of saying it because I know it's the right answer, but then not necessarily doing it as intentionally as Lisa and her husband do as mm. far as like yeah. really being, you know, living that that example of, of putting him first. So what about like when you do make the time to go on dates together to really budget for the dates? How do you how do you uh, focus? How do you um, how can you be more present on that date? We have a lot of really good articles about creative date ideas. I mean, a lot of articles on iMom of different like day dates and mm. morning dates and, and things like that. But like when you're out with your with your husband, are there little things that you guys do that make it different than just like running errands? Anybody? Well, I don't know about different, but there are a couple things we don't do mm-hmm. to keep it a good day. And one of them is actually one of the date ideas you listed when you listed the four. You said it could be not not the planning day, but the um, dreaming problem. No, the problem solving oh, day. Uh-huh. We don't do that on dates. So Mark is formerly mm, an attorney <laughs> and yeah. he's an intense personality. I'm not. I want to get it done with fun. And I found that if we made a date and decided, oh, we're going to talk about this or finances or whatever, it got too intense for me. And it wasn't a fun, it didn't count for a date in mm-hmm. my head. I wasn't escaping anything. Yeah. I was walking into something. So we do not talk about anything important. I think that's smart. And then, you know, making sure the phone's away, I think is another good one because yeah. mm-hmm. that can easily zap your attention. Um, one of our articles, How to Date Your Husband Again, or 10 Ways to Date Your Husband Again, um, one of the ideas, and I don't know anybody who would actually do this, but if you have done this, email us, is to show up separately. Oh, my God. Oh, that would <laughs> be so, so fun. funny. <laughs> I like that. I so, do. I mean, it's going to take more money, or you have to ask a friend to drop you off, but, you oh, know, yeah. he drives Uber. the car. Just yeah. Uber. Yeah, he drives the car, you get a ride, and then you find each other, you know, in the restaurant or the oh theater, and you, you feel that spark. If anybody does that... That's cute. I'll be wearing a red rose. (laughs) Exactly. That's so cute. Um, You know, when you're in the car together, if he's driving, you know, put your hand on his arm. Just little things like, I know not everybody's into physical contact, but just those little (laughs) touches, the eye contact. Um, I'm going to say it, shave your legs, you know, like that might what? just put you in a Call it out. Call it out. <laughs> I think it changes. Well, if, if you don't shave your legs, I think it definitely kind of changes your My yeah. husband would notice thought. if I, my legs were shaved. Yeah. That's, that's a whole other episode on personal hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what this is reminding me of? Was it Sleepless in Seattle or the other one where she, they didn't know each other. They were eating. You got mail. You got I mail. Love you've got okay, mail. So you know what would be fun is to do dates like your favorite romantic movies. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Like he has to email and what will you be wearing? Yes. Or will you have a flower or something? That would be yes. so fun to reenact I that scene that and you have idea. to go to that kind of restaurant. That's a great idea. Oh, I be love fun. that idea. That literally makes me cringe so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for everybody. <laughs> I mean, I, I also... No, I, I think everyone, everyone has different tastes, but that's like, if Hampton <laughs> suggested that, I would be like, oh. And, and, and this is my daughter. This is my daughter. Can Megan's, we give our... <laughs> Megan's favorite romantic movie is like uh, I'm trying to think of a movie that's not, not romantic. Lord right. of the Rings. It's like not romantic at all. No, I don't even like Lord of the Rings. Mission Impossible. <laughs> I love the good old you know 2000 rom coms, but. I don't know. That's so funny. I have nothing to say. Um, Another idea is if you know that you're going out that night, then send him a text during the day. You know, say, Mm. I'm really looking forward to tonight. Yeah. Um, Just a little something that says that 
you want to go, you know, it's not just an obligation. It's not just something you're checking the box, but you actually want to be there and you want to, you want to connect. I feel like our goal is always just like go and have a good time with each other because Mm -hmm. I feel like if we try to plan something too much, or if we have like a laundry list of things to talk about or anything, then like Susan said, it just defeats the purpose and like, it just needs to be a fun time for us to spend time together. Well, and to not put too much pressure on it either. I mean, I've that, right. I've been guilty of that before. You know, we have this big date set and we go and something happens that just turns the attitude around and all of a sudden we're like, this was supposed to be a great right. night and now this yeah. We wasted yeah. money on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, well, and it, that can happen so easily. I mean, that's happened to us so many nights when we're trying to get out the door and there's like something with the kids or something like that. And then it just starts the whole night off yeah. and then you're like, oh. Yep. Well, so maybe there's like, a, a you got to know to flip a switch when you walk mm-hmm. out the door. You're like, okay, all right. the chaos that is behind us, let it go. You got to just focus on each other. I yeah. like that. All right. Tell us what creative ways you fit in date nights. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the iMom Minute. You get articles every single day of the week. And on Wednesdays, we send two emails, one on marriage and one to single moms. So make sure you tell us which one you'd like to receive. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.